All right, and we are live. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Untitled Gamecast number four. All right, how are you doing, Aiden? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It is Thursday, November 14th. Uh, what time are we at right now? All right, let's see that. We, we are, are at 347. 347 on Thursday, November 14th. I'm Dominic D'Amico, and that's Aiden Gross. And how you doing? we're here to keep you entertained for the next 20, 25 minutes. We'll yeah. see what we feel like. Sometimes we might go on a little tangent, you know, yeah. when there's more stuff to talk about. When so. there's more stuff to talk about, there's more stuff to talk about. It's just how it is. Yep. It'll be good. Yeah. So, with 2019 coming to an end, wow, a decade almost done. Yep. Every 2020 game. Tokyo. Right. Olympics. Ooh. Yep. That's going to be big. Yeah. So most gaming websites and outlets are going to be doing their most important games, the best games of the 2010s, you know? And I wanted to put together a list. I texted Dominic of, we put our own, go by year by year, 2010 all the way to 2020 of the best games. But then I read a website, which IGN was also linking to, the AV Club, and they put their most important games. And this is different. More important is not the best, essentially, just important that really put a staple into gaming. And uh, we also want to get to Death Stranding, but first we'll, we have a lot to talk about there. But first we want to get to that. So what is your first favorite game of the decade? My first favorite game of the decade. That is a tough, tough question. I am going to have to definitely pick, let me double check the year for that, but Dark Souls 3. I have put more hours into that game than many, many other games. I put dozens and dozens dozens of hours into getting that Platinum Trophy. It's just, it is, it's amazing. That that is actually on the list. All right, and that would be my game of the year for 2016. Right, okay. So we go down the list and we're going to actually kind of like rank them or kind of just give feedback on their list and what we think, how we feel about that. So for the first game, they start with 2010, they give it to Minecraft. And I can't really argue with that. It really started streaming games. I think that was the first game I ever streamed, which was pretty insane. And what a phenomenon to kids. Well, I mean, is that streaming game or is that just playing online? Because that's kind of like World of Warcraft. Right, 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 right. That's true. Plus it had download where I think you could play offline. Right, right, right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really did. It's one of the best selling games I think it came out this year that it passed selling Tetris, which is insane. Tetris was the number one. Now yeah, Minecraft is. That is, that is insane. Yeah. It, yeah. And they're yeah. smart with all the IP. Uh, they do like different, like Mario, they had skins for that. Halo. They really knew how to get on kids' levels of they Kids love to build stuff. Yeah. Legos. Yeah. We know yeah, how to yeah, do yeah. that. We can't steal the Lego thing. Let's do it our own way. And yeah. really put something out there, which I can't argue with 2010. I mean, there were some couple notables, which they didn't just do games. They did systems. So they put the Connect in there yeah. as a notable. And I think that was really important for what could be done with, uh, with just the hardware. I think it was a cool concept, and I think it was a cool idea that you could start to program stuff for people's... For people's movements, mm-hmm. but in terms of the importance of it to video games as a whole, I remember the Xbox One being announced and them saying, "Connect is an integral part of this. We'll never remove it." Right. And then a year later, it was gone. Yeah, that's and, true. And they tried to push it a lot with developers trying to implement yeah. stuff into it. And now they don't even support make it. Xbox Connect ports on the Xbox Ones. You have to, you had to buy an adapter. At my work at the game exchange, yeah. they we sell like old connects and we sell them for like ten bucks. And like people yeah. sometimes come in and buy them for like the old dance games and it's crazy. Yeah. I mean it's a good I like they went on a limb and tried it. I mean Nintendo does the best with the motion controls and stuff. And they really tried to get rid of the control, but I don't yeah, know, a couple I mean, years it's away. Just, you can't force people into stuff they're not. I think Microsoft to, yeah. really was opening the door to VR though. That yeah. really opened the door. I mean, look at that VR now. Yeah, most think, definitely. Yeah, I think that really, really showed it. So, 
2010 wasn't the biggest, so 2011 we're going to switch over to. And yeah. that well, 2011 is the start of the decade because it goes yeah. 1 through 10. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So 2011 we have, or the AV Club picked Dark Souls, original Dark Souls. And I have to give it to that because that really started its own genre. I love Dark Souls, yeah. but I have to disagree. While that is an amazing game and hugely important to gaming. Our first disagreement. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim also came out in 2011. And that was my notable so did Skyrim. L.A. Noir. Yep. So did Portal 2. Mm-hmm. So did Dead Space 2. And I believe Saints Row the Third. I got to right. double check that. But right. Saints Row the Third. I mean. Was all- that as was that as important? As uh, Dark Souls, you think? Did that really j- pave I its think own genre? I think Skyrim yeah, is definitely yeah. that was the more notable. important just that because while Dark Souls kind of la- started to launch a firm but fair genre, Skyrim started to show right. the sheer scope and scale of modding on PC. Now That's mods true. have become a thing where they are developer supported, Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, now it becomes a crazy thing when you don't see a game with mods. I mean, think of all the mods we've seen for games like Grand Theft Auto. Think of all the mods for Skyrim, for Fallout 4. Right. It's just... Like it's, fans want that. Yeah, it's insane. And now we're seeing massive mod projects built around Skyrim called... Um, what's it called? Skyblivion? And Skyrim is on every platform. Like oh, yeah. everything. <laughs> Even Alexa. Skyrim. Yeah. But Skyblivion and um, Scott, Skywind, mm-hmm. I think it's called where people are rebuilding Morrowind and yeah, Oblivion, insane. which are the Elder Scrolls 3 and 4, respectively, in the Skyrim engine, right? which is insane for a mod project. Yeah. That's just wild. Yeah. Actually, I would. So they picked Dark Souls. Their notable runner-up was Skyrim. I agree with Dom. I think Skyrim should be the most important. Dark Souls is up there. So we'll see what happens there when they put it on the list and find yeah. it. 2012, we're shifting to a little different, which is one of my favorite games, dear to my heart, and that is the Telltale Walking Dead series. And that really changed how games could tell stories, and that's what I think was insane. Like, I wish games still did stuff like that, like the medium of what they did. And I wouldn't call that the game of the year, but it did get game of the year that year. Remember The Walking Dead? They That's got, true. They got game of the year, and that wasn't their only game of the year. They won like multiple games of the year for yeah. different seasons of Walking Dead. I think I'm. I mean, we could talk about the whole Telltale going down. I feel so bad for them. Yeah. But they just got the properties when it was time. Like they were at the height of uh, the peak of Walking Dead. You know, they got that uh, property. Yeah. I don't think the Game of Thrones property was that great, but I love the the Wolf Among Us was good. I just yeah. love that story. It reminds me when I was young. The the books were you pick your own adventure yeah. and. Go to this page, we pick that. And we really have to, I, I have to say, After Party, games like After Party and Firewatch, yeah, they wouldn't be there without Telltale, I feel. Those games that really yeah. tell a story. Firewatch is a, kind of a walking simulator, right. mainly based around storytelling. Right. Um, After Party and the previous game made by the studio, I believe it was Oxenfree. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I haven't, based around I haven't seen that. you since last week, so I started After Party. How is it? Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I'm drinking with the devil. There's an achievement that, like, tried 500 different types of alcohol. And wow. There's one achievement that just says, too boozed, just get too drunk. And I, I was like, what do you mean to do that? And you have to drink, like, 40 beers in the game. Wow. That's <laughs> it's insane. really good writing, though. It's yeah. amazing. So, yeah, I really have to say, I love Telltale. I think they really paved the way for how games could tell a story, and it was awesome. Um, Our notable mention for that year for mine was Mass Effect 3. I think that should have been I think that should have been the most important but they picked The Walking Dead. Mass Effect 3 was such a different direction for the series and the game. And it was huge because it's the first game ever 
at least that I can remember, where the fans wrote in and made EA change the ending. Um, That's why it's huge to yeah, me. Yeah, they wrote in and um, they yeah, didn't like EA it. published it and Bioware, the developer, released an alternate ending, right? Right. It's DLC. Imagine the it's Beatles. free DLC. Imagine the Beatles put out an album and one of the songs they didn't, the fans didn't like. And they'll be like, oh, no, no, we're just going to re-record the album. Like, that was huge to get a publisher to remake it. Yeah. That's, I think that was insane. Yeah. And that, did that open the door for like everyone just hating on EA? I mean, maybe people hated on it before, but that really was like EA sucks. Like, nah, that was that, well, that was definitely a moment where people got upset. But I think all the EA stuff started with um, yeah, the Sims and the always online requirements right. and just general kind of things players don't yeah. like. I can't really think of anything else in particular right now because those are the ones that get. But um, yeah, that was great. I yeah. think I think EA really learned from their mistakes there. They never always. Did everything better. There's still a lot of mistakes they had after, yeah. but I don't think another game they had to change the ending yeah. for. I'm going to disagree with you again. I believe The Walking Dead is hugely important, okay. showing that you know the choose your own adventure. I game love The Walking Dead. Can I love the Telltale? Can live, can thrive with players, right? But it also kind of wore out its welcome once they started creating ones where the story wasn't that deep, right? Right. right, right. Plus, you also started to get games with what. I've heard refer- referred to as diamond-shaped storytelling. Right. right, right, right. And that's basically where you can make these choices. They diverge slightly, but then they bring you back kind of the same point you would have gotten to otherwise. Exactly. So your choices really don't affect much. Yeah. I'm not saying that Telltale Games have done that. I'm just saying that games like those helped it wear out its welcome. Yeah. Because to have that kind of game that's incredibly story-based where it's about choice, you need to have the story. The story becomes so much more important than anything yeah. else. Because you're kind of taking away. They did do good job, but you're right. They needed to work better on that. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you do that, you're kind of taking away from the whole aspect of gameplay because the gameplay becomes making these choices, choosing on the fly. They really made you feel for the characters. So, like, they they, that's another topic, but they went out of business and they weren't going to finish the last season, but they finally shipped the last season out. Yeah. I rented on Gamefly and I almost cried. Yeah. It was so the Clementine seeing her journey from this little girl and where she was being saved now she is helping this little kid it was awesome it was so yeah. good for 2012 like i said though i'm going to have to disagree my most important game and most it? loved game of 2012 is going to be well maybe not most loved that might go to borderlands too but the most important is fire emblem awakening Ooh, because that okay. revived a series that was pretty much dead in the west yeah and almost good dead one. in Japan. Good one. Yeah, coming out of nowhere, because that's a huge one. I think yeah. we don't hear talk about it as much because it's more, it's not as westernized. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, But, but now the one, new one, Three Houses. Fire Emblem huge. Three Houses was amazing. You have the mobile game Fire Emblem Heroes, which is quite good. Yeah. They were trying to say, because there's not many game of the year things. This year hasn't been the greatest, so like Luigi's Mansion give it or Fire Emblem. Yeah. Like Fire Emblem is amazing. This and year. also the story didn't try to get too convoluted, too into kind of the JRPG thing mm-hmm. where everything's just crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. It got crazy, but yeah. not in the ways where you start to feel stuff is just kind of contrived. Yeah, um, I agree. Especially one thing I loved was the farmhand, Donald. If you played oh, your yeah. cards right, you could recruit him. Right. And by the end, I soloed. The final mission with him. <laughs> I had to take my character and Crom, but I let them hang back. I paired Donald up with the companion I had for him. Oh, okay. I'm not going to say who because I don't want anyone jumping on my back over ships. 
and I gave him a killing edge, and his crit rate was so high, he critted more than he did not. Oh, my goodness. So, basically, it he didn't have critical successes. It was only just normal attacks. That's funny. Like, his normal attacks were funny. his failures. It was a really good game also yeah. to get new people on board because some of those games, a lot of people see that, and they're kind of... Go away from her scared of it. So like it's there's so much story. There's so many mechanics. I don't, I don't really want to learn that I never really played one until working at the game exchange one of the guys that works there He recommended one of the 3ds ones and I played it. I was like this is awesome really good for new entry for beginners So 2012 was great. We have some good. That's a good one Dom So we had the yeah. walking dead Mass Effect 3 also one little notable mention journey came out that year. I love journey journey is great really game good. It is a great game that really made co-op gaming like just a fun. It was so good So now yeah. we go to 2013 which I think 2013 was one of the best gears of gaming in a while Yeah, I mean it's definitely competing with 2011 2011 yeah. was amazing There was a lot to choose from yeah. but 2013 we've got Grand Theft Auto 5 Bioshock Infinite the last of us Yep, that was mine. So Flower, I was putting which GTA is by the 5. same people as journey, right? Yeah, right, 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 right. We had that. Super Mario 3d world. We oh, had such a good year. Wind Waker HD So good God, so many games. That's why I have yeah, all these hotline Miami so good. Yeah. So you want to know the funny part? So my most important game of that year was GTA V. AV Club puts Bioshock Infinite as the most important game of that year. And I understand that because the whole, uh, what do they call it? The the whole mythology and the Ludo, whatever it is, the whole, it was really divisive yeah. for it its was time. A, it was a head trip of a game, yeah. especially the ending. I really liked it. Yeah. But I think the first five hours were a lot better than the rest of the game. Yeah. Like the first five hours are good, then it kind of... Uh, Songbird was cool, but they could have done way more with Songbird. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, I have to give it to Grand Theft Auto Five. actually. I agree. I agree. Just because Bioshock Infinite is amazing, and I can't wait to see what Ken Levine and the team at Ghost Story Games do. Yeah. But I mean, GTA is still the most looked at wiki online almost GTA today. is the best-selling entertainment <laughs> item of all time. It's insanely profitable. Do you think What's they more, shot GTA themselves GTA Online the still going strong? They brought it to... PS4 and Xbox One after it originally released for the Xbox 360 and the PS3. And that game, oh my god, that game showed the limits of what those old consoles could do. I mean, I mean, just mean it was crazy. It's 2019 and people are still playing it. Like there's new up the the new uh, diamond update, the casino update is yeah. just and it's six years old. Yeah. That's crazy. They're supporting it, they're still making tons of money. A lot of these updates have been correct me if I'm wrong, but they've been free. You have yeah. to pay. Oh, no, and you have to free. progress to, right. you know, they're unlock the stuff. Free. But they're only selling the cash. Yeah. Well, this is another side question for you. As you all know, <laughs> you've heard me talk about Red Dead a lot. Red Dead's my favorite game. But seeing, and even in the first Red Dead one, the multiplayer was awesome. But then GTA came out, and we saw what Rockstar could do with online multiplayer. And when Red Dead came out, remember a lot of people were thinking, is this going to be like GTA? But you can't do that. There's not cars. You have horses. So that's why I feel in GTA 6, do they shoot themselves in the foot for like how much better can you do? GTA 5 is pretty perfect. Can you go above and beyond or like because everyone's going to have this huge expect like good hype for this. Like they have to reinvent the wheel now. I think it comes down to the fact that GTA is kind of like South Park in that yeah, satirical story. Yeah. GTA 5 is Very meant to South poke Park. fun. Well, that's what Rockstar does. Yeah. They poke life or satirical weird humor yeah. at American life. It's yeah. really, that's, I think they're the best at that. You're yeah. right. That's so good comparison to South Park and GTA. Yeah. I never thought about that. But yeah, the comparisons that, you know, they take aim at like, well, what do they call Facebook in their uh, life invader? Right. Face invader? Right. Something like that. And as long as there's still facets of our society to poke fun at, to look at, and just kind of pick apart 
I think this year actually will be better with how much yeah. the Trump, just how what the world is in now. I mean, they can they're pick not, fun of it so much more. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I mean, they were so, even when it released, it was still timely. And I'm not sure how they're going to do that with GTA 6 with how much quickly things right, move. Right, right, right. And yeah, I mean, with stuff to make fun of, endless, endless ammo. Oh, yeah. Um, so I guess we're in agreement there. On to yeah. the next year, we've got... Oh, really 20- quick, a notable mention, oh. which was really funny. They put Aliens Colonial Marines, which is such a bad game, but they put it as a notable mention for how important it was because it changed the landscape of... There were so many lawsuits on it. Just so many, like... It was like the first game of, like, everyone wanted this big movie tie-in to be good, and then how crappy it was, and you can't put games out like that anymore. That really changed the norm of, like, yeah. what a game could be. You can't just put anything out and be like, Absolutely, oh, yeah. So. So I thought that was kind of funny they put in there. 2014, I'm not even going to ask Dom. I think I already know what he's going to put there because he, he still plays it. And they picked Destiny. That was their, that's, that's the thing. Destiny was 2014 and Dom is still playing Destiny. So that's the thing. I think Destiny was a great game. I didn't love the first one mostly because I didn't have people to play yep. with. So I didn't get to yep. do the raids. I was best basically left with strikes and bounties and stuff oh, like no. that. But I thought the idea of this persistent online world, you could explore that people were involved, but not overly involved. You could still go about your own missions and accomplish a degree by yourself. It was fun. Yeah. I liked playing it a lot until just kind of, I ran out of stuff to do. Yeah. And that's just not, that's not a destiny problem. That's just a problem with online games and RPGs in general, where the loot grind eventually reaches a point where you start to question, well, why am I doing this? Right. I don't. I don't need to do this because I'm not going to go raiding. I have the gear I like. Right, right, right. And that's, you know, when you take a break and you go on to other stuff. And I did leave it until um, House of Wolves. Okay. Where I want, tried out the Prison of Elders content. Oh, right, right, And then right, um, yeah. Taken King brought me back. Yeah, I mean, they have these good... There's so much I could talk about Destiny. I have a lot of opinions on Destiny because Bungie's one of my favorite groups or publishers. You're right, Destiny... Might not have been the best game that year, but it was one of the most important games I think of the decade. Because especially now, when we look for and we look at Avengers coming out next year, Avengers basically stole the Destiny format. Just, they were inspired by that. Inspired it. By Avengers it. is literally Destiny. So let's just show that how important that is right there. And I just can't believe that the campaign is what it is. Because do you remember when they came out, Peter Dinklage was going to be in it, and they cut Peter Dinklage out? Well, they cut Peter... Yeah, when did they cut him out? They cut him out with... Was it with Rise of Iron? Yeah, or? and they. I guess he like, was did it with sound... Taken King? Yes, I think... Ah, for, I, I don't, I don't want to say the wrong one, but it was one of those. Yeah. Uh, all I know is a lot of people criticized his performance. I didn't mind him. I he thought did, he was like, good. His, I thought he was fine. He did his sound like sent from like a phone, and yeah. he's like, screw it. This is like a video game. It'll be good. And then they had a Paul McCartney write a song for the game that never went in. We, uh, well, yeah, that's... Uh, well, I mean, technically it went in. It's part of Destiny 2. You oh, can right. find it in that um, lost sector on the Tangled right. Shore. I just think De- Bungie really changed the landscape of what MMO could be. Like, that was something else. And I think yeah. AV Club, to put 2014 in a wrap, put it the best way. It wasn't Halo, the groundbreaking Halo, but it really ushered in the era of work-in-progress AAA titles, where gamers can now forgive developers for wrinkles in their game and expect a work-in-progress. And, like... Bungie really was like, let's make a world and come with me for this journey. That was the first I've seen of that game. Where And I, and I don't praise that because gamers shouldn't be giving, okay, it's okay, developer, for don't ship out a not okay full working title. But that really ushered that in because now we have games that are with a, a, a service. I guess we call it games of the service. So, so yeah, I think Destiny 1's not as good as Destiny 2, though. Destiny, the stories were all so convoluted. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. All so right. 2015, what do you think? 2015? 
And now 2013, 2014, and 2015 are weird because we had releases for Grand Theft Auto Five right. and all three of those. We're not going to put we're, those. We're not putting those. Yeah. We're counting it for 2013. Right. Pick one, Rockstar. Yeah. You get one. Pick one. Come on. Don't right. be greedy. I'm going to pick, and this is a tough one, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain Ooh. came out, which is a great game. So did The Witcher 3, that The Wild my, Hunt. That was mine. But so did Bloodborne. Bloodborne Ooh. is amazing. Okay. But in terms of sheer importance... Well, I'm going Rocket to League. say Rocket League. Right, that's what Either I was going to say. Either Rocket League or Destiny the Taken King. I think Rocket because, League is important, yeah. Yeah, Rocket League is important because it showed the idea that if you have simple, addictive gameplay, yeah. they will come. They will come. They gave it away free with PlayStation Plus originally. So smart. And it skyrocketed. It's still such a big thing because... I love that you put Rocket League. I even put yeah. Rocket League also on it's, here. It's a simple concept. The idea of like the coolest Hot Wheels you can imagine with rocket boosters in the back so playing smart. soccer. And they're still putting so much like yeah. microtransactions. So. It's just fun. I mean, if yeah. it's fun, yeah. they will come. That's will just come. how it is. Yeah. But um, let's see here. Do you want to know what? the AV Club put? They put The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3. The Witcher the 3. the most important game of the year. I, speci- yeah. I think opinion-wise is... It was based off a license, and they actually pulled the license off, where it's kind of like the, the what's it called, the Chronicles of Riddick thing, where, yeah, do I, I've read seven books. Do I want to really play a game after reading all these books? And it was not good. Yeah. And it's hard to pull off a good licensed game, and they did it. Witcher was like, you want to care about our world? Here it is. And, and it's the one game that made their license better. Like, The Witcher was all right, but after the game came out... It made the property so much Whoa, more. Than hold what hold it was. on there, hold on there. It The Witcher Three is a great game, no doubt. It, but it's not based on the stories of the books. It's its right, own. You're thing. right, right. And if we're gonna take that into account, and they have we're Netflix ignoring show. Batman: Arkham Asylum. We're ignoring <sighs> Batman: Arkham City. You know how much I was. I'm hitting myself inside for not putting it on there because every time I was writing this list, I wanted to put. They're my yeah. favorite games of all time. Batman's yeah. my favorite. Arkham Asylum and Arkham City are great, and I would say those are. Remember, these aren't our lists. This is AV clubs. Uh, we're kind of like rank. Yeah. We're kind of like rating them. Yeah, I, no, that's I what I'm saying. The AV Club is. I mean, yeah. Uh, if, the, if the AV Club called it the best licensed game of all time, they're wrong. Yeah, they're just, yeah. they are. Well, I could. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Well, that's once again, that's just me. I mean, uh, 2016. Well, and also, quick thing about The Witcher. The Witcher made Skyrim look bad, though, with, a, like, the world. Like, I've read, I even wanted to read The Witcher books now because of it. And it's so influential. I think it's important because now they have a Netflix series coming out about it. Yeah. They have the best open world and writing and just thick map to go around. Yeah, it but that gets great. back to what we were talking about originally Yeah, with the fact that Skyrim is the mods. Right, right, right. right. It's that. Yeah. Vanilla Skyrim is just great. I mean, I still find things I love in that game to this day, and I've put hundreds of hours into it. Same, yeah. But when you have mods... It changes everything. Yeah. And I mean, people don't really talk about the... I don't... They're not... I'm sure people have made mods for it. Probably. But Skyrim, Bethesda releases the tools to mod. Right, right, right. That's a big part. Right. And it did make it look bad because Skyrim had the whole Radiant Quest system, and and Witcher had a bunch of really intricate quests that were just cool and the witcher you can go on quest and you could just go and just kill monsters if you want yeah so 2016 i didn't <laughs> mine was overwatch that's my and that was av club's notable mention they picked which i can't argue with pokemon go i have to you have to like what that did to a country it made people who weren't gamers into casual gamers 
Pokemon did. Go changed. It did, but I disagree because it was such a big thing, and then it kind of died down over time. <laughs> That's what I wrote in my notes. I said it was if Minecraft all happened in one week. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Pokemon Go is amazing, and it's still going strong, and more power to them. Right. But Overwatch has the staying power. Yeah. Overwatch got big, and yep. it stays big. Yeah. That's why I agree. With a lot of these lists, I'm, I agree yeah. with the notable mention more. But yeah. Pokemon Go, though, was on like the news. Have you ever seen stuff where the news is like, watch out where you are? and it really put crowds of people into public parks like i was yeah. like it was Pokemon Go was on the news people made headlines for all the wrong reasons yeah. for playing while driving yeah. one dude flying to other countries just to be the first person to get all the pokemon right 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 which great it I was mean, funny i, they, I even read a story where it got government official or city officials in because the people were going to a cemetery yeah and people were like we were here for our family. We don't want people playing yeah. Pokemon Go here. Yeah, <laughs> but crazy. that's not important. That's just newsworthy. Right. Important is Overwatch, right. a game releasing for $60 where you pay your money and you've paid your entry fee. Mm-hmm. You're in the park. Yeah. All the extra characters, all the yeah. extra maps, all the game modes, all the updates, all the patches up through now to 2019. And they're coming out with Overwatch 2. Yeah. And oh, that's going to be that linked too. to the online multiplayer of the first one. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to carry over. None of the old players are going to be left behind in yeah. terms of multiplayer. That is insane. What I think that the is reason that they put important. it. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100% with you. If I had to guess why they put it in there is because, which I missed, it was the first game in a while where it got people playing with each other. Like what game can you remember where it got people walking with friends and playing a game? We don't have that anymore. We don't have anyone that we could, like a game where we could get together as friends and walk and just do it together, which I think was pretty good. That really yeah. started French. Yeah. We don't have something like that. I, yeah. I do tip my hat yeah, off. It to got that. it got people outdoors right. for a month. It got people right. It got people walking, and so it was cool. It was cool. Uh, 2017, they put Breath of the Wild. Yes. Yep. Are we agreeing no on notes. There? No notes. Yep. Perfect. No notes. No on notes. That. No notes. I have um, a couple. I just want to say this is they put it really well. Both Breath of the Wild and the Switch itself were Nintendo's attempt to go back to the basics and take steps forward after the disappointment of the Wii U. And it worked to make them more innovative after so many years of in the business. Because it really did. And Nintendo should get credit for revitalizing old IPs. Like after 10 years, every Mario and Zelda changes up every 10 years. That's yeah. what I think is so cool. And don't get me wrong, that was a big year in games. We had Destiny 2. We had Dragon right. Quest Eleven, which released, I believe that released in Japan that year, but yeah. there was Horizon Zero Dawn. Right. There was Injustice 2. I love um, Injustice. The DLC. What else was there? So Mario good. Kart 8 Deluxe, Okami HD, Undertale. Undertale's A good. lot of good games. There was even Super Mario Odyssey. But Are I you talk- one of those people that think Odyssey's better? My friends think Odyssey's a better game no. than Breath of the Wild, but Breath of the Wild's more important. No, Breath of the Wild is a better game and it's really? more important. The okay. reason is I agree. I that agree. I asked a game design professor here at Moorpark College what their, after E3 this year, what the game they were most looking forward to was, Breath of and the their answer was Breath of the Wild 2, because Breath of the Wild 1, um, Breath of the Wild 1 was a systems-driven game where you had right. these few systems that were implemented, and then you, you're just set loose, and these... Right. And this is what you have for the game. That's set loose. That's exactly in every and E3 demo. You only had 15 minutes. It previewed yeah. so well. It's 15 minutes and do whatever you want. You yeah. have every ability. Just go do everything. And then <laughs> as you great. progress through the game and unlock more abilities, he gives you different ways to do kind of the things you were yeah. managing to do before, only easier. Yeah. That's and that's totally just, true. that's so amazing to have a game that just says, you've got pretty much everything from the start. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then just 
it's how creatively you can use it across this immense map. It was risky of Nintendo to do that as their flagship launch with the Switch and even know if this title or this console is going to work. I think it was so out on the limb. I give them so much credit for yeah. it. I think greatest it was- game of 2017. Now I'm already going to say greatest game of the decade. No notes. That's what, it. Do you have any notable mentions? I didn't have any notable mentions because I thought that was just... Notable mentions? Destiny 2. Oh, Destiny 2. Okay, Destiny 2 because that's still going strong today. Yeah, yeah. And it's become that service. They've kept it going, I think, longer now than... Yeah, um, long time. The original Destiny. Right, right. Because well, Destiny 1 was what, 2013? 2013, yep. 2013. Uh, 20, no, 2014, sorry. 2014. 2014. And then Destiny yeah. 2 came out in 20... Well, what year are we on? 2017? Yeah. yeah. So that's four years. Okay. 2017, we're on 2019 now. 2019, or 20, yeah. And we've already got our first two expansions. We yeah. got Forsaken, which was, you know, the Taken King ver- um, what the Taken King They was. really did what they set out to do. Yeah. And now we've got Shadowkeep, Might not be which the best, is amazing. But... Bungie's gone independent. They're doing their thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, true. Going to 2018, we're almost done here. Uh, again, as much as I hate to say it, but I can't argue with it, they picked Fortnite. It had to be the most important game of the year. It's hard to argue with that because it really started something else. Like the sheer bulliness of Epic to go to, just to say to publishers, you have to do crossplay. Remember, that wasn't like a thing. And Epic was so bulliness, it was like, no, you're going to do crossplay what gamers have wanted to do for years and years and years. They did it. Then they make so much money where they launched their own game store. They made so much money and they pay whatever they want to get exclusives. Like, I don't know if, if that's the first. I don't know. That's crazy. And I'm going to disagree. I don't. Red Dead, I should actually check what um your. Red Dead's there notable. What, what year this launched. But, but I do have to, in yeah. my opinion, PUBG is more important than Fortnite because okay. that's what triggered the Battle Royale craze. Fortnite started as its PvE version, right? which didn't sell well, so they converted it into a Battle Royale, aping PUBG, mm-hmm. stealing all their emotes from pop culture. Right. There was not an original thing in that Battle Royale well, yeah. mode. That's what, yeah. Its looks and everything were salvaged from the PvE mode. Yeah. Everything they put in there as rewards and skins yeah. were based off of pop culture, like the John Wick skin. Well, that's how they it's... get you. That's what they put AV Club. I think they put it amazing. I, I keep going back to what they put. They go, the genius of Epic's little money-making engine that could isn't the bright, vibrant art style it ripped out all from Blizzard, or the gameplay which it stole from PUBG, or even its novel building mechanic which it cannibalized from its own less lucrative story mode. No, Fortnite's real claim to fame is its business model, which invited its young which invited its young players in for free, then showed them the wonders of a season pass and just everything. And I have to say, I don't know if it's the first game with a battle pass, but Fortnite made the loot box go instinct. Yeah. Or extinct. They um, they were like, no more. And I thought that was crazy. Yeah. I'm going to say my most important game of twenty eighteen, and this is hard because there were a lot of good ones. There's Red Dead Redemption 2 That's mine, yeah. is amazing. It shows what art is. That's art. What what a console can do right. like running all of this. It's insane. Plus that and God of War showed yeah. that there is still a massive, massive hankering for I hit that, we gotta add that. Yeah, sorry. Um that there's <laughs> still a massive, massive hankering for single player games. Yeah. I'm um, glad. I'm glad it exists. And but I'm gonna go off the off the reservation on this one. Shadow of the Colossus, Ooh. the remake. That is the most important game because that showed that remakes yeah. can be so much more than the original product. Right, 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 right. I mean, what they did, Blue Point, you know, was basically trying to keep what players loved from the original one, but they made it look so beautiful. Yeah. They brought to life what gamers saw when they originally played that game on the PlayStation 2, what so they imagined. True. 
Yeah. And it's gorgeous. It's a great game and it still holds up. And I would say that games like that pave the way for remakes like the Resident Evil 2 remake we got this year. Is that this year? year? Beginning of February. Yeah. First month. That's why people, when it comes to game of the year voting, will forget that. Games that come in the game of the year tend to get forgotten, you know, because the year is so long. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's most important, but Fortnite generally, yeah, yeah, that's definitely a notable mention. And then for 2019, since we're in it, they don't put one. They put, there isn't enough new out this year, not talking about, literally talking about how this is the year of extending old games and IPs and bringing back stuff, bringing like like games of the service, making stuff extended. That's, I think this is what this year has been. And if we have to pick one, I might say Death Stranding. I mean, that's my most important game of the year, which is a good segue into Death Stranding. I don't know if Dominic got to play it. I see him on my PS4 friends as he's been playing Destiny. I've been playing a lot yeah. of I haven't had I haven't had time. Unfortunately, I don't think we're gonna have time to go into that. We so might talk about that to, next week. Yeah, we're gonna have to finish this up and then maybe go into that. But that was good though. The top games of the decade. That was yeah, good. for 2019 though, for me, it's a really really tough thing. I think Death Stranding is incredibly important because it shows that we can have kind of art house video games right. where companies are willing to just throw money at a developer right, right, right. and let them kind of make their vision if the developer is well known enough. Right, and it's kind of crazy that a game that maybe isn't good like this exists, but it's allowed to exist. Yeah. That it wasn't. It's a game that's not because, for everyone. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say like I love it. I've been nonstop playing it, but it's not a game that I could actually look and and recommend to someone. Yeah, it's something crazy. crazy. It's not getting the best reviews either. It's a slow burn. I yeah. mean, right now on Metacritic, it's based at a 93 on Metacritic. IGN gave it a 6.8, which is okay. But I'm listening to all the reviews, all the podcasts, all the spoiler casts. They're kind of coming back and taking that back because they like it because it's a really slow burn. And a lot of the, the comparisons are to Red Dead, where the yeah. first two hours, which did you hear, Dominic, like that there's, there's mods coming out for Red Dead? And the first mod that people use were to skip the first. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> people, that. people don't like to so do people that. People don't love slow burn. They, they compare it because there's a lot of uh, mundane tasks, you know, to do, go shower, little small stuff. Which Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, to put on the record so people know, I'm not a Kojima fanboy at all until now. I wasn't yeah. a Metal Gear guy. But now I'm like, I love the progression of carrying and driving and building and the building is awesome. I can't wait just for everyone to play this game. And I can't wait just to hear what the world thinks about it because it's a game that you need to hear multiple opinions about because it's so weird. I mean, I remember the night it was nice. The night that the game came out, my friends all came over, me and five of us. And we watched the first two hours is just a cut most cutscenes and getting yourself easing it in. And we turned the lights off for the BT section. And all my friends were like, this is insane. And the story, it was awesome. So yeah. We'll talk about it more next week. Um, so Yeah. All right. Let me finish this up. Resident Evil 2. Ooh, Building yeah. off of what I said to Shadow Colossus, it shows that you can completely recreate a game and it's not going to be a cash grab. Yeah. I mean, Resident Evil 2, I never played the original, but it is such a good game. It's amazing. They changed the par of what a remake yeah. has to be. Not every game can just be a regular remake. Now. Yeah. And even with certain choices, like some of the puzzles, you know, you can tell are kind of... Um, older it's just fun it's scary yeah it's good yeah and now we've got final fantasy 7 remake coming up which has been kind of just in development for a long time long time but resident evil 2 shows that these games can be made with they the can be developed and they can be better than the original yeah i think i'm really happy with this decade of gaming yeah. and i'm just excited for the next decade game of, of the decade have. so far game of the decade Ooh. Mine's Breath of the Wild. No notes. It has to be Red Dead for me. I love Red Dead. Red Dead? But is it the most important? 
Most important. I don't know. Ah, oh, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Breath of the Wild, man. The game that sold the system. Yeah. 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 It's something that they were, I was with Breath of the Wild 2, you don't have to put any like trailer footage out. I think that's what Death Stranding did wrong. Like, I wish I'd never watched any of this stuff. And uh, they ruined it. With Death, Breath of the Wild, you don't have to show anything. So, well, yeah. thank right. you for listening. Thank you. This is Aiden. This is Dominic. And have a good one, you guys. All right.